Welcome to the Kevin White Show. This is the podcast helping you to prosper in the presence of God. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. Kevin White is a global pastor, best-selling author, and international speaker sharing God's message of prosperity for all nations. Kevin has flown over a million miles to 27 different countries and spoken to thousands of audiences throughout the world. As a serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of businesses, nonprofits, and churches. Kevin's three books, Audacious Generosity, Get to the Point, and What's Your Word, are international bestsellers with over 2 million copies sold worldwide. Kevin is the CEO of Spirit Media, a full-service publishing and marketing company in North Carolina. Okay, who's ready to prosper in the presence of God? Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and help welcome your friend and mine, Kevin White. Good morning. Hello, everyone. Welcome. You are with me at the Kevin White Show, and I am here helping you prosper in the presence of God. Yes, you. Uh, I hope that you will join us today and receive this gift of God, His Word, into your life. We're going to spend the next 30 minutes together, and uh, God has a word to encourage you today. Raise your hand if you need encouragement. Both of my hands are up. Uh, I could always use encouragement. What about strength? Uh, Are you strong today? Is your faith strong? Is your spirit man Spirit woman strong? Is the Holy Spirit strong within you? Will receive this injection of strength in your life. Um, Comfort. Anyone need comforted? The world's hurting today. Uh, I hope you're not hurting, but if you aren't, you are close to someone that is. And uh, God has a word of comfort. His word encourages, strengthens, comforts us. So hello, Um, Please say hello to family and friends around the world. There is Glory from India. How are you, sister? God bless you. Uh, There's Badu. Praise the Lord for you there in Nepal. Yes, Uh, good to see the nations coming in. There's Tracy uh, from the nation of North Carolina. Uh, I'm happy to be calling North Carolina home. Uh, There's Suresh from Hyderabad, India. Namaste, everyone. How's India tonight? I hope you're doing well. Philippines, Mabuhai, there you are. It's so good to have family and friends. There's Barbara from Raleigh. Uh, I say hello to everyone. Nalore, they're in Andhra Pradesh, India. I've been to, uh, to Nalore. Uh, I hope to be uh, back there soon. Uh, Pastor Bernard Shaw in Chennai, I hope to visit with you and your family very soon. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. There is Jaime from the Philippines. Mabuhai. Anyone watching from Thailand, Afghanistan? What about Africa? There's Philippines again. Naomi, good to see you this morning. Uh, Anyone watching from Kenya, Ghana? Um, I know over the course of this week, um, statistically, 166 different countries listen in. And that is growing. And to God be the glory for that. Yes. Namaste from Nepal. Um, I'm so thankful for everyone that tunes in, whether you watch this live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern time, or if you watch it later, it's always parked on YouTube 
and Facebook on both the Kevin White channel and the Spirit Media channel. Um, can you see my t-shirt today? My family made this for me, and uh, I, I like uh, the term Mr. International. Uh, there's three things that God has led me to commit to every day of my life. I will go where he says go. Can I get an amen for going? Uh, are you going? Are you realizing God calls us to go? Um, I am looking forward to going again this fall in the will of the Lord to the nations in the will of the Lord. Uh, I appreciate your prayers uh, in sending me out as Mr. International to the nations. Uh, but I will go where he says go. I will do what he says do. And I will give what he says give. Uh, I hope you'll join me in that commitment. I believe uh, that uh, we are to follow Christ and we will see that modeled in his life. Uh, today's verse, or actually word, is a word that he models, Jesus models in his life. We're going to look at that. It's the word vulnerability. I wonder what you think of when you think of the word vulnerability. Uh, do you think of it as a negative word? Do you think of it as a positive word? Well, um, it is a expression of humility. It's a expression of dependency. And uh, God wants you to receive this gift. You know, sometimes we need to slow down. Yes, Barbara. We need to slow down and receive God's word one word at a time. In my book, Watch Your Word, I write about that. And every chapter is one word from God. You know, I've been guilty of hearing God speak thousands of words. If you listen, if you look at the Bible from Genesis 1 to Revelation 22, the New Living Translation, for instance, uh, has over 750,000 words in it. Um, and we can hear God speak thousands of words and never act upon a single word. But, but all it takes is one word. God said, let there be light, light, light. And there was light. His word changes things. So I want you to receive the word vulnerability today. Um, as a full service publishing, branding, and marketing company, one of the things I've known for decades is that vulnerability sells. Think about it. Pastors that are, pastors are more effective when they expose their humanity. Have you ever listened to a pastor and you wonder if they've ever said a four-letter word or thought, had, a, had a negative thought or done anything that was sinful? Um, sometimes if we're not careful, we can, actually, um, we can actually put on a persona that we live above sin and brokenness and the realities of the world. Now, obviously, you don't want your pastor to come into the pulpit drunk and high and having just beat his wife, and now he's preaching a sermon. Uh, but at the same time, we need pastors. If you're pastor watching, I love you. You know I've given my life uh, to encourage and strengthen and equip pastors. So I'm your fan. I'm your cheerleader. And I'm encouraging you to realize the power of vulnerability. People need to know you're real. People need to know that you are a sinner saved by grace. People need to know that you understand people bleed. 
you know, sometimes we as believers come across as condemning and judgmental as if our sin is less than their sin. You'll, if, you're, if you'll listen for it, you'll hear that. You'll see it on social media. We put out this persona that our sin is lesser than their sin. Call it whatever you want. Prostitutes, drug addicts, um, murderers, terrorists, you name it. Um, what about um, child predators? We act as if our sin is lesser than their sin. And yet that's not, that's not the way God sees it. God says, for all have sinned. That's me. That's you. And pastors are more effective when they expose their humanity. Authors are rewarded with book sales for their vulnerability. Uh, people don't want to read books that always talk about success and victory. And if you look at the people that have really honored God with their success. Every single one of them have had a train wreck somewhere along the way. Every single one of them have had a moment of being totally bankrupt in some way, shape, or form. Maybe it was cancer. Maybe it was their education. Maybe it was their finances. Maybe it was their marriage. But somewhere along the line, there was a reality of humanity. And people don't want to read books that by authors that give across the message that they are always successful and perfect in every way. Vulnerability sells. Well, um, my books, I've written three, uh, four, four, five books in three years. One of them is a marketing book. The other four are spiritual formation books. And um, one of the things that I really try to get across as I'm writing is that I've not had it all together my whole life. I've talked about being fired. I've talked about being canceled. I've talked about being rejected. I've talked about how my dad used to scream, Kevin, you'll never amount to anything. The brokenness that that would cause in my life, the, my response to it to be a very defensive, driven person. And uh, a lot, a lot of problems that I faced that I even brought on myself. And I really believe God uses that as a testimony for his glory. Um, look at the definition of vulnerability. It's, it is the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed either physically or emotionally. Now receive that as a gift. I mean, so think about it. In the Christian walk, it's not as if we are to live in a bomb shelter. And that's what vulnerability is because we know the world is evil and it's coming after us. And so we go and hide in a bomb shelter. Uh, that's not the witness of vulnerability that God is looking for. Um, in my ordination sermon, when I was called into the ministry at age 17, I went to Bible college, Southern Wesleyan University. I'm thankful for my Wesleyan heritage. And I was ordained uh, shortly after graduating from college, ordained into the ministry. And I remember the ordination sermon. Um, one, of the, one of the general superintendents of the Wesleyan church came in 
uh, O.D. Emery, and in his message, uh, he shared that in ministry, you have to expect mistreatment and accept abuse. And he talked about that that was the way of Christ. You know, we talk about God's will, God's way. And it is God's will that we go into ministry. It is God's will that we be messengers, that we be witness for Christ. But his way is vulnerability. Imagine being called into ministry and you can't stand people because people hurt people. Uh, I've even said jokingly, um, ministry would be great if it wasn't for people. And that's true. But you can't be in ministry and not like people. And God did us a service in accepting us, but rejecting our sin. And so often we reverse it and we reject people because of their sin. We burn bridges because of their sin. We judge, we condemn, we talk bad about, we gossip as a result of their sin. And it is the way of Christ to separate us. Thank God for forgiveness. I wear this necklace, forgiven. Can you see it there? There you go. You see that? Um, my wife, Shelly, uh, had this engraved and it's forgiven. And thank God for forgiveness that separates us from our sin as far as the East is from the West. So God can love me and hate my sin. We can love people and hate their sin. John Maxwell uh, says, hurt people hurt people. And that's true. And if you don't begin expecting hurt people to hurt you, accepting when hurt people hurt you, you're going to have you're going to have to build up walls. And that's not vulnerability. Vulnerability is is putting yourself in a place of risk. Risking rejection. You know, I've shared with you that when I wrote my first book, Audacious Generosity, right before I started really diving into it and, and writing, I had a full on panic attack. The enemy came in and it was a vicious attack. And it was all over this area of vulnerability. I felt vulnerable as as publishing what I had been writing. It's okay for my thoughts to be here, but I put them down on paper. Now judge, now people can judge me. They can condemn me. They can write negative reviews about me. And um, I, I have learned so much as an author that has really helped me to appreciate God as the author of the Bible. Because you know, the biggest critics of books are the people that have never read them. The people that have criticized me the most as a writer are people that have never written, read my books. The people that have read my books um, see the, the blessing of God, the gift of God uh, through them. And you know that's true of the Bible. The people that really criticize the Bible have never read it. The people that have criticized the Bible and decided to read it have become converted. Because you can't read the Bible and stay critical of God. It is a love letter. Every one of us need that. But look at Philippians 2. 
verses 6 through 11. It's a pretty long passage, so bear with me and receive this. It says, though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. This is Paul writing to the Philippians about Jesus. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on the cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name that is above all other names, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue declares that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Can I please get 101 praise emojis right now? Give me your favorite hallelujah emoji, praise emoji. Let's get those splashes uh, splashing up on the screen to the glory of God. This is where we really see the vulnerability of Jesus in action and the impact of the vulnerability. Vulnerability is God risking that you might reject him in order for you to have an opportunity to accept him. Vulnerability started with God. The next time you feel vulnerable, the next time you're having to choose to be vulnerable, remember that vulnerability is beginning, it began with God. He sets the stage of vulnerability. He sets the example of vulnerability. And so if you've called upon the name of Jesus for salvation, I, I trust you have, you are a follower of Jesus. And so you and I should expect to be led into vulnerability. It will, it will make us leaders. It will make us better parents. It will make us better spouses. It will make us better friends. You know, so often our expectation of friendship is so high, no one will ever be God enough to qualify to be our friend. And it's just us trying to control this area of vulnerability. Be at risk that your friends might actually let you down. Be at risk that you might have to become angry at your spouse. You know, a healthy marriage is not all a bed of roses where there is no complaints, no bad odor, no foul language, no um, emotional discussions. A healthy marriage is displayed in vulnerability where brokenness can actually be safe. I don't mean that you condone the brokenness, that you um, accept physical abuse or sexual abuse, emotional abuse, as far as the defining characteristic of the relationship. But every healthy marriage is going to have very brief moments of brokenness. Even the best ones are going to have brief moments of brokenness. Dr. Billy Graham 
and his wife, Ruth, talked very open about how, how they really had to work through things in their marriage. And he went around the world for the gospel. And when he was at home, there was the reality of humanity in between he and Ruth at times. It doesn't mean that, that we should tolerate uncontrollable emotional abuse. But if you're not willing to be abused emotionally in your marriage, you're, you're, not, you're not going to really be the, at, in the place of vulnerability to see it come to a point of exaltation. Go back to the ordination sermon. Expect mistreatment. Accept abuse. Now, again, I'm not talking about domestic violence. I'm not talking about um, you living as a slave in oppression uh, in a marriage or in a relationship or in an employment. But I am saying that if you don't make yourself vulnerable as a friend and allow that there's going to be times when you're going to be abused even by your closest friends, even by your spouse, they're going to take you for granted. They're not going to appreciate you to the extent that you should be. They're not going to communicate the value that you deserve. That the opposite of it is to maintain a posture of entitlement where you forcefully control certain outcomes. You will respect me. You will do what I tell you to do. You will not talk to me like that. And on and on and on. But what if Jesus had done that to me? What if Jesus had done that to you? I'm mindful. I can't speak to you, uh, speak of you. But for me, I'm mindful that the only thing I deserve is hell. And even the worst trials on earth sure beat hell. And I blow it. I wish that I could sit here and say I am perfectly vulnerable at all times. But there are times that I begin to swing over to that spirit of entitlement instead of the spirit of vulnerability. And I have to get back to the way of Christ. And perhaps you do as well. I want you to see these points. Jesus modeled vulnerability. Vulnerability produces trust, loyalty, partnership, and ownership. The lack of vulnerability limits generosity. I have been in nonprofit arena for, for over two decades, raised millions of dollars for God's work in India through Global Hope India. And before that was with Love from Jesus Ministries and other organizations that God has allowed me to be a part of. And over and over and over, I have seen people raise suspicion and questions about the use of their gifts and what it would go to. And how do we know our partners in India are trustworthy? 
And how do we know we're not being abused? And how do we know we're not being taken advantage of? And yes, there is due diligence. I absolutely respect due diligence. And I know Global Hope India's partners in India. And I've been in their homes and I've seen their, their relationships and I've seen their commitment to furthering the gospel. And I know that they are good soil. And I understand due diligence, but you know, at the end of the day, a gift is a gift, no strings attached. If I am giving even my children a gift and they go and flush it down the toilet, it's a gift. The Bible even says, be careful when you're lending people money to give it as a gift without expecting it to come back in return. And if that's true of lending money, how much more do you think a gift should be without strings attached? And that requires vulnerability. Giving it unto the Lord and trusting that he is the one training every one of us to be faithful stewards of his resources. It takes vulnerability to share the diagnosis of cancer. It takes the vulnerability to share God's prosperity. Um, several months ago, I received a prophetic uh, voice memo from uh, a friend, and I've shared it with our team at Spirit Media. I've shared it with my family. I've shared it with several uh, friends, but it, it was a, uh, a word of, of prosperity of God sending forth a flood of blessing into my life. And I know what it's like to have to tell friends that my wife was diagnosed with cancer. That's vulnerability. But it also takes vulnerability to speak the truth of what God is prophesying over your life. To, to go ahead and foretell something that is not seen today. Prophecy requires vulnerability. It takes vulnerability to share um, the bad things and the good things. I regularly ask my team, I tell them that I'm praying for them by name. Every Monday at 11 a.m., we have staff devotions. And regularly, I tell them I'm praying daily for them by name. And regularly, I ask them for them to pray for me. And uh, we are going through a study or just looking at how purity precedes prosperity. And so I need you to pray for the wisdom of God in my life for ideas from the Lord, for God's will, God's way. Look at Psalms 96.3 as we wrap this up. This is the verse over spirit media and over my life. Publish his glorious deeds among the nations. Tell everyone the amazing things he does. That's going to require vulnerability. For I once was blind, but now I see. Are you willing to admit your blindness? You know, if we just go around and we just tell people that God is good and he has done good things for me, they may not be able to relate to it if they are blind, if they're not seeing the goodness of God in their life. But if you can share with them that you once was blind too, and he has, he has now made you to see, it will transform your message and the impact of that. Look at Psalm 107. Verse two, it says, has the Lord redeemed you? Then say so. Tell others he has redeemed you from your enemies. Are you willing to talk about your enemies? 
And I'm not talking about you going and gossiping about people you don't like. I'm talking about things that are trying to take you out. And just realizing that there is a devil and sometimes he's on our back. And there's the flesh and there's the world and culture. And all of these at some time or another have held us captive and God has set us free. And the people far from God need to hear this testimony. And the power of it will come through vulnerability. The last thing I want you to see is the call to embrace vulnerability. And we're going to go back to the very beginning of where we bent a knee and trusted God to forgive us of our sins because that's some of the greatest vulnerability. But what we need to understand is we don't need to get back up and now start being that self-made millionaire, that self-made entrepreneur, that business person, that pastor. And we need to be remain vulnerable. I love these lyrics and then we're going to pray by Elevation Rhythm in this song, You Will Be Saved. Listen to this. Come as you are, just as you are. It's time to come home out of the dark. There's no need to hide. He's all, he already sees you. Don't be afraid to show him your face. He won't turn you away. He'll never turn you away. Everybody needs, everybody needs, everybody needs saving. Everybody breaks. Everybody bleeds. You don't have to be ashamed. Call on Jesus. Say his name. Just receive him in your heart and you will be saved. And God has raised him from the grave. Just believe in your heart and you will be saved. Heavenly Father, thank you for this word today, vulnerability. Thank you for modeling it through the life of Jesus. Thank you for showing us the example that we can walk in your way. And I pray for grace over every brother and sister watching this episode and myself and my team and my family. And Lord, I just pray for every pastor and evangelist and prophet and teacher and worker and pray, Father, for the nations, for all 195 nations to be vulnerable before Almighty God and to recognize that in our humanity, we bleed and we're broken and you are the restorer. You fix us, you save us, you heal us, you love us. And I just pray for a fresh spirit of vulnerability in all of our lives, that when we are talking about what you've done for us, it won't be from a place of the highest mountain as if we've always been victorious, but it'll be in a place of healthy reality and humanity. Lord, would you keep us impressionable and moldable before you? And will you minister to every need? We thank you for your healing in Isaac's life. We thank you for church buildings that are coming forth right now in Jesus' name, for the person praying over their transportation, for the person praying over their healing, the person praying over their finances. God, we stand with them in faith, asking you to meet every need. Father, we pray that you would 
allow the hands of everyone listening to lack no good gift from your hands. Thank you for making yourself vulnerable that we might accept you and love you, depend upon you and worship you. We love you and praise you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. I hope that you will join me uh, next week for the word choice. It's a powerful word and I can't wait to um, share it with you. And I am so looking forward to the first Friday in August and the keynote melted. Um, I hope that you will join me uh, August the 4th for the keynote melted. It's going to be a powerful word from God. It sort of goes along with vulnerability, um, but be back um, every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and then that first Friday of each month at 10 a.m. I love you all. God bless you. Uh, please give me your feedback uh, to the show. I appreciate every message on YouTube and Facebook and WhatsApp. Uh, stay in touch. Uh, I'll try to respond to each and every one. I love you. Praise God for you. Take care and God bless. Thank you for subscribing, liking, and sharing The Kevin White Show. Visit KevinWhite.us for Kevin's blog, videos, books, and more, all geared toward helping you prosper in the presence of God. That's KevinWhite.us. Kevin's books are available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Contact Spirit Media for all your publishing and marketing needs at SpiritMedia.us. Spirit Media, taking the message of God through the people of God to the nations. Visit spiritmedia.us today. This has been The Kevin White Show. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program, copyright Kevin White International, all rights reserved. We will see you back here every Tuesday on The Kevin White Show with another powerful message of prosperity in the presence of God.